0: Pasco County DEC is providing this podcast as a public service in order to let you know more about the issues and ideas which Democrats have identified as being very important for voters and also to provide a forum for Democratic candidates for office. Our podcasts are open to anyone interested in how Pasco Democrats are dealing with the important issues of the day. You can check out our pascaldems.com website and also on Facebook, Pasco Dems. And the views expressed by the guests and hosts on our podcast are their own. And not the official views of the Pasco County Democratic Party or Democratic Executive Committee. Today's guest is Beth Brown with the program called Lift Up. It has to do with Pasco schools. I'm going to turn it over to her because there's a lot of big, important things happening for Pasco education. So welcome, Beth, to our podcast.
1: Thank you very much, Cal. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you this morning. So just very quickly, um, Lift Up Pasco is a group of retired administrators and teachers from Pasco County, Florida, who uh, came together in March uh, when we heard about uh, the school board potentially uh, supporting a referendum for the ballot in this upcoming election cycle. So um, we attended the school board workshop uh, that, that uh, where superintendent staff uh, presented the compelling information of why Pasco County needed this referendum, which I'll talk about in a minute specifically. So we attended the school board workshop, and then two weeks later uh, the school board unanimously voted to go ahead and um, put this referendum on the ballot, put the vote, uh, put the, the opportunity to voters here in the district. So that's how we got involved. We got is, involved because yeah, we're. Is, is that we,
0: an unusual thing? Is that an unusual thing for a school committee to do?
1: It is. It is not an unusual thing, um, from what I understand, and, and how I was recruited. Was there are literally forty-two districts in the state of Florida that have already voter-approved some kind of um, surtax or um, property tax. Um, to support schools, to support their local schools, because the Florida legislature gives um, local local counties, districts, um, the ability to um, levy taxes to support their school system. And so uh, one of the people on the superintendent staff who did a lot of research around the successful um, passages of these referendums, particularly Hernando Pinellas, um, she found out that there oftentimes was a group of retired administrators behind the scenes uh, who were pulling together other retired administrators and teachers who obviously, um, you know, we, even though we don't work for the district anymore, you know, we were invested in the district for a lot of years, decades. And so she called me. Um, I'm a, I've been retired almost seven years, so I was a teacher, assistant principal, principal, Uh, executive director of secondary schools. When I retired, I was area superintendent back in 2015. So she called me and said, hey, how do you feel about pulling together a group of retired folks to be the, the voices and the faces in the community behind this referendum? Because the school district can provide information, and they can provide the facts, and they can provide the data to educate the voter But a a school board employee, currently employed, they can't tell you how to vote. So that's where we come in (laughs) because we can take all of that compelling data. We can take those facts. We can take that information. And then we can go out as a political action committee, although this is obviously a a nonpartisan referendum. We can go out as a pack and say, hey, we, we, we think you should vote for this. We want you to vote for this. Um, we're going to vote for this, and so that's what we've been doing. And we've had um, we've had a, uh, a lot of op- we've had many opportunities, and we have more coming up this summer because the vote is August the twenty third here in Pasco. We've had opportunities, and we will have more opportunities to talk with potential voters and property homeowners. So, so the referendum. So the referendum is uh the ballot language says in a nutshell that um that this that the school board uh can levy up to one mill up to a mill because they've run the numbers on what a half a mill would be how much money that would generate what's uh three quarters of a mill and then what a full mill
0: what does so the word run mi- all those what does the word mill mean
1: so, oh gosh, so that's a technical thing. So, a mill is um, is a it's a it's a math, it's a mathematical term with the property appraiser's office. But what it amounts to is, if your house is worth three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, which is the average home value tax, taxable value in Pasco County, mm-hmm. if your home is worth three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. You get a twenty-five thousand dollar homestead exemption. Mm-hmm. So, based on that three hundred thousand, a full mill would be three hundred dollars a year. Okay. so a dollar a dollar on every thousand. Is that, does that does that sound right? That sounds yeah. very that sounds good. Right.
0: That that helps for a yep. great deal. Uh, yep. go ahead. In terms of how this is all going to work.
1: Okay, so how this will work um, is the when the referendum goes to the voters, um, if they. Vote yes, which is what we want them to do, then when this when the school board gets their budget, so when Tallahassee does their Florida education funding formula program magic, <laughs> yeah. which is you know arcane to say the least very very difficult to understand so what happens is, is that the state's got this formula and then there's a um, local effort which is already in place I and mean, we already collect some taxes for the school system mm-hmm. so the state the state dumps in their money and then they will put that money together whatever that dollar amount is from Tallahassee next year and the school board will say okay we we need to give our teachers our bus drivers our paraprofessionals, our school psychologists, school guidance counselors, school support staff. We need to give those people a raise because in Pasco County, and this is why the referendum has come to the voters this year because it's at a crisis situation. Mm -hmm. Pasco Pasco is um, bleeding uh, bus drivers and teachers and other people who want to work for a school system um, we're bleeding those people to Hernando, Pinellas, um, Hillsborough, and Polk because Hill, uh, Pinellas and Hernando they passed their referendum two years ago, so they they did two years ago what we're doing now. So they already bumped up their salaries, and so for the first time, Pasco now has the lowest salaries in Tampa in the Tampa Bay area, and yes. so. We do not have fully staffed schools. We do not have enough bus drivers. Right, and it and it was critically apparent this year, and and it started it it it, it deeply impacted um, running a, a, a school. It, it's impacting kids day right. in and day out.
0: One of the things that, from my point of view, is when my wife and I moved here in 1994, we had taught school in Massachusetts for 30 years. And uh, we came down here, and for the first uh, couple of months, we just kind of hung around, and we started looking at places and maybe thinking about substitute teaching and maybe even going in to become a full-time teacher again. So we were looking at the salary schedule, this is 1994. And the salary schedule, what really blew me away was that after the, uh, I think, fifth or sixth year, the, the, it was $25 a year raise, Twenty five dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Anybody with an ounce of cents realized that the cost of living goes mm-hmm. up all the time. So teachers were being asked in PASCO to absorb the cost of living increase and therefore their salary was meaning far less by a percentage each and every year. And that was nineteen ninety four. I don't think it's gotten mm-hmm. any better, has it? No,
1: the high one you're right, Cal, and I started teaching in nineteen ninety one at Thomas C. The Middle School um in in Pasco you know first year teacher you know i didn't I think it was like twenty one thousand two hundred dollars or something and and um what happened was is that the two thousand seven two thousand eight was the the high water mark for the district as far as how much money they had from the state and from lo- local effort mm-hmm. and since since two thousand seven two thousand eight There's been a decade plus of fluctuating and or decreasing funding coming from Tallahassee, and so from 2008 until 2013, I think it was 2008 to 2013 that our our teachers didn't our teachers didn't realize a raise, and so um, and so. Pasco was not the only district district experiencing this in the past decade plus. As I as I said, mm-hmm. forty two districts currently have something either surtax or or salary tax referendum tax where they can enhance salaries because oftentimes, I like here in Pasco, the surtax that penny for Pasco is awesome. I campaigned for it twenty years ago and it's mm-hmm. been voted in by the voters. It's fantastic, but it can only be used. Per capital per capital projects. Mm-hmm. Th- and and mm-hmm. those
0: 42 uh, places that do have something in place now uh, compare their school systems if you can to the ones who have not passed anything to support their uh, personnel
1: so I, I, I honestly couldn't answer that question without 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 gathering that data and and, and presenting to you numbers what mm-hmm. I can tell you is that since Pinellas and Hernando passed their salary referendum two years ago, um, comparing Pasco teacher salaries and comparing non-instructional salaries to our neighboring counties we're behind. We're okay. below. That's We're behind was,
0: them. That was what I was really getting at. I think, which mm-hmm. is why you're talking about uh, Pasco losing teachers and support personnel, uh, whether it's a bus driver or, I suppose, people who just work in the, in school staff and so forth. Right? Oh, sure. I mean, you know,
1: you you know, if you've worked in a school system, you know. Um, <laughs> You know how many people and how much staff it takes to get those kids to school, get them, you know, get them into the cafeteria, um, you know, get them, get them, uh, you know, back on the bus, um, get them taught, obviously, which is you know, primary goal number one. Had an excellent. We were talking to a group of homeowners last Thursday night, and uh, one of our retired looked up Pasco. Staff members, not staff members. But one of our people in our Lift Up PESCO group yeah. is the retired CFO from the district, and one of the, the one of the homeowners had a gripe. He said, "Why in the world should somebody who works at the district office in finance get a raise?" And she said, "Let me let me tell you how those people support schools. You know, they, when a, when a bookkeeper at a school who's taking care of all the funding, all the money booster club." You know, T-shirt money, field trip money. I don't care what it is. You yeah. know the kind of money that runs through the school. Right. It's a. It, it, if you've got a brand new bookkeeper, it's a district. It's a district finance staff member who is supporting that brand new school bookkeeper. Uh-huh. And so, it, that's just one example, one little example of how support staff. Because people totally get when you put on a sign. We want to increase increase the salaries. We want competitive salaries for teachers and bus drivers and cafeteria ladies and paraprofessionals. They get that. Mm-hmm. I, nobody disagrees with that. It, it's been a little bit more... It, it, We've had to educate people on what what school
0: support right. staff need. Right, I think it's interesting that you've got you've got a a, a good group left up Pasco uh, going right now. I remember back in 1981 at our school, uh, California first and the Massachusetts second pro- passed what they called Proposition Two and a Half, which really took care- really messed up school budgets and so forth. And so it was decided to say, let's just let's see if we can just appeal to the people in the, in our county, and we had actually a, 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 a very large county and we had five school districts in it and we sat down as teachers in the high school over a period of about a month every one of our free periods some state after school and so forth we sent a letter to each and every resident in the county and there were thousands of letters we sent out at our own expense uh, we contributed the money ourselves and it worked Because once the people found out what was really happening, they began to support education better than they never supported it before. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm hoping that what you're doing right now is going to have a similar kind of response. What's it been like so far in the places you've been talking to and so forth? What kind of of, uh, feedback are you getting, Beth?
1: So for for the vast majority of folks that we talk to, they're either they're they're receptive they're open they're um they they want to know more uh many of them are already supporting uh, what we're doing because they have either family members who work for the district or they've got kids in the system and they realize what's been going on um we've gotten pushback from a handful of people and um Primarily, you know, campaigning in 2022 is very different than campaigning uh, 20 years ago uh, when I campaigned for, you know, school superintendents who are voted on here in Pasco and the Mm -hmm. Penny for Pasco. So social media has has taken on a um, huge role in disseminating information. And so we've got a fairly healthy footprint in our in in the facebook community with lift up pasco on facebook and of course we've got a website that's educating folks as well so the negativity is coming from a handful of people cal i will tell you it's less than five it's like three people who are very vocal um in the community and 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 one of them comes regularly to school board meetings i've met her and um and they have an issue with. They, they have they have issues with budgeting? You know, they have issues with uh, zoning. You know, some things that that I understand their 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 grief, and I understand what they're saying. But the numbers just don't support. The facts just don't support what they're saying. And so mm-hmm. we we just provide. You know, when there's a post that we feel. Is inaccurate. We provide accurate information. When there's a post that is misleading, you know, misinformation and disinformation, yeah. um, then then we address it. And we've gotten very, very good feedback. I think our Facebook page page reached 500 followers this weekend. Our goal is to up that to a um, thousand in the month of June. We we've, we've raised over eleven thousand dollars, which you know doesn't seem like a lot, but we will work with the budget that we have. Uh, we've got teachers who have volunteered to work over this summer. We've got a, a group of teachers who are going to be working on our social media campaign to enlist more followers with Pasco family and friends. So I would say for the, for the most part, it's been positive. It's been productive. It's been civil. Um, it's been courteous. Uh, but, you know, we're living in strange times right now in this country, and PASCO is a microcosm of the nation and we've got right. some people who misinform and disinform and it's disheartening yeah. because.
0: One, it, yeah. Th- one thing I'd like you to point out now uh, as we mm-hmm. get near the end is uh, the websites and Facebook page and I'll go very slowly and t- state how people can, uh, and I'm looking right now at, uh, at the uh, uh, school board uh, lift up site and so forth They're fantastic yes, information very sure. so yes. slowly tell people where to look
1: all right. So for us, Lift Up Pasco, you're going to go to first our website, which is www.liftuppasco.org. Okay. And from our website, you can do a lot of things. You, mm-hmm. can, you can click on the Facebook icon and immediately connect with our Facebook page and follow us. And then you can connect with us on Twitter. We have an online donation platform that we're really proud of. We work through DonorBox, and there's a a donor donor page there. We've got some unique dollar amounts. We've got $12 for support K-12. We've got $20.22, which is support referendum 2022. And then you can go up from there. And many people who have donated, we're proud of our grassroots funding effort. Many of our people who have donated put a comment on the wall. We've got, um, like I said, teachers and school support staff who have already donated. Um, We've got uh, business partners. We've got some that have really stepped up um, here in the area. Uh, we've got school board members who are supporting us, of course, and um, lots of lots of retirees. I'm so proud of my retiree group. They're fantastic because they're all retired. They're all going on vacations and doing fun things., uh, but they're also finding some time to support this right. as well. That's- so if you can get to, if you can get to that web page, Cal, you can pretty much find us on every other social media right. site. And uh, we've got we've got yard signs. so we're distributing I'm personally driving yard signs today to folks in Newport Richie. We've got a central Pasco location, and we've got, Uh, The union is working on an East Pasco location, so we've got great yard signs if people want to put a yard sign and support this, and um, we're excited. So, one last thing, to register to vote. If you're not registered to vote, we hope you are, but if you're not registered to vote, you've got to be registered by July the 25th in order to vote in the primary election, which is August 23rd, here in Pasco. Thanks for that reminder. And, uh,
0: Thanks for that yes. reminder, Beth. That's very good. Now, my plans right now would be uh, to get back to you right around the first part of July and uh, and do one or two more between then and uh, August 23rd. So in the meantime, it it. meantime you know, feel free to use this recording in any way you want to. And, uh, and I want to thank you for your time today, and we'll uh, uh, talk to you soon. Okay. okay? Thank Thanks you, thank much, Beth. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.